can is everyone cool? We can hear everything. Oh, we got Daniel. Yeah, volume's in. good. Everyone sounds good. We got four. I guess coming in. How many's coming? Oh, wow. Who's all coming I think in? Four. I don't imagine that Austin is joining. Okay. Last time I had the whole fucking island on, and that was uh, <laughs> that was chaos. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, I, I like thinking, that episode actually. <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. It was just like it was crazy to edit, and then I was like, "Man, five people is a bit much for talking over with like with my ears, anyways." Mm-hmm. Some people like listen to podcasts where that <laughs> shit happens all the time, like over chatter, but it's just like everybody talking at the same time constantly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna grab some water. I'll be right back. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, I, got, I, I really want to do an episode stuff. where if we get like a band that has like more than five members, we just make them all say the exact same thing at the exact same time. And that's how they answer <laughs> the entire podcast. <laughs> it would sound insane. That would sound so scary. Like yeah. it's a simulator. <laughs> like one, one entity being yeah. interviewed. Exactly. I think that'd be really sick. But, we, uh, had the, we had a band who tried to do the, um, try to introduce the song with like three of them at the same time wasn't that salt money yeah it was they're like hey we're salt money and this yeah, song we is... made him do it like a boy band <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was fucking awesome they were super into it too so it was so funny the outtakes for that were good too yeah i think i got some on the blooper reel how that many tries really did that take it took them uh, a few it, yeah. I think they got yeah, it in like three sure. or four, but yeah, they it like took less really, than expected. They, they had spirit each and every time, which was pretty great. <laughs> so they're from Australia, so like it was even funnier to watch just because I love the Australian accent. So, oh yeah, great accent. It's very entertaining to me. I love your mad villain shirt, Winston. Oh, thank you. What are you drinking? I'm jealous. You got a beer? Only. Pennsylvania's finest. You know? <laughs> this episode brought to you by. <laughs> oh my god, that's my dream. <laughs> you should do it. Don't I'm surprised Yingling doesn't sponsor more bands. Yeah, that, that's that's my feed. The beat. It's just Yingling. <laughs> yeah, you do like a like that Sprite commercial where you just like come <laughs> apart like a speaker system. Yeah. But it's just all Yingling. <laughs> like Drake. Yeah, yeah exactly like the drink. Oh my god. <laughs> be hilarious. I've totally forgot about that. <laughs> that was <laughs> a, lot a of, wild commercial. It's gonna be a lot of deep cuts tonight. Yeah. Those sprite commercials yeah. were crazy back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> those, Whoever those like was the marketing department. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah, was it? Yeah, he was super young, so it must have been. I think it came out like um yeah, it must have been in high school. So that had to have been like yeah, that was a long ass time ago. I just remember seeing it in the movie theaters. They'd only play it in the movie theaters. Like that's yeah. when I saw it. I'd be like, "Oh, the Drake commercial is about to play. I'm about yeah. to see uh, the movie. The movie's about to come on." Right. So ridiculous. Yeah. Be <laughs> off to the side. Be like, "Was how does that how does that bar go? Last name ever. First name greatest." <laughs> <laughs> I hate Drake so much. He's never. Yeah. He's just and it's just been like that forever. I don't hate Drake. I like him. I like that he's he sucks as a person, but that's what I mean. Like as a person, like oh. yeah, he hangs out with Millie Brown. Like, isn't that super sus? Oh, he for sure has like skis on 
Yeah. Like high school yeah. girls, 100%. Yeah. Like, that dude's skeezy to the max. Not okay with that. Yeah. Not okay with that. Um, but okay. So I think this is probably everyone, right? Yeah. We, got a... too, but... we can wait a bit too. I think um, we got a little. Yeah. I was going to ask you guys um, is everybody okay with uh, if, I, if I were to put video onto the uh, Patreon? It would be. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Trying to get some uh, some Let's subscribers over there. Just to, and there's got to be a reason to go there, right? So that's the video pods. <laughs> yeah. Sucks. It's like nothing in here. We just like we're redoing this room, so it's sort of like empty. No, <laughs> I have nothing to look at either. I don't know why anyone would want to see my face to begin with, but I think it's more for the bands, really. <laughs> yeah, we're thinking about replacing Rob with a puppet. <laughs> oh. like a friendly oh, puppet of some... just put some crank, on crank yankers exactly <laughs> crank yankers. what a good show the best a... callbacks oh, okay we, we got, got four of you oh nice so that's almost the whole island you're kind of like uh, something like that <clears throat> oh, excuse me sorry y'all hi you all good welcome oh, hilarious I love it, Kyle. <laughs> huh? This is an awesome angle. I feel like it's like a promo yeah. shot, like like a like a tween pop star from like 2003. Need fish oh, this eye. Is my little, this, is, this is my little like tripod thing. You know, I yeah. use my desk when I'm making music. It's got a little light and everything. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is my this is my influencer setup. I was gonna yeah, say, was gonna say it's got that TikTok angle. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, actually about Mr. to uh, take you off through. Mr. Uh, Influencer, are, are you cool with this going on to uh onto Patreon for video? Uh yeah, I don't care. Okay, cool, cool. I want to get the I want to so get wait. the light. Let's, yeah, you can continue doing what you're doing if that's what you're wondering. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't. We don't I, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I've always said it's a punk show, not a podcast. So feel free. <laughs> Lovely, thank you. Hey, drugs aren't very punk. Okay, <laughs> that's true. They're made Depends by people what bands who you think in dollar signs. <laughs> deep, All right, bro. Ian Mackay. It's actually Andrew Jackson <laughs> Jihad, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like a that's a blast from the past. Yeah, holy shit. AJJ. Yeah, AJJ. Yeah. Always. I love him, man. We're AJJ, uh, yeah, we're pro AJJ in this band. Fuck yeah, they're... We're... I mean, I wrote like a piece about AJJ like a year ago or something. Dude. Really? Like, yeah, because uh, it was like 15 years of people becoming people. Jesus, crazy. 15 already? <laughs> yeah, that sucks okay. to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was thinking today the last time I talked with you guys the actual island boys were famous for being horrible rappers and now they're famous for like fucking incest like I don't kissing each other fucking incest what videos are you watching Robert like what the hell they're kissing each other the two they like kiss each other yeah dude fans right they're really good at they're really they're really good at finding the bag I guess oh they're staying relevant Four years later, they somehow. really are. More like, you know. 
they got matching bags anyway, so it must not be that hard. Matching bags. <laughs> because they're twins? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about matching testicles. They're scrotums. Yeah. That's, that's, I, that's, I was thinking <laughs> of what you were putting down. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Winston. Just clarifying. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into this fucking circus. <laughs> Uh, you guys remember the drill. I'm just going to do a quick intro and then I'm going to ask one of you to introduce a song. And yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> good timing. No, no, good. Get, get that out of the way now. Yeah. <laughs> and pepper him in there as well. <laughs> I'm, I'm foul, either. so it'll accidentally happen. I'm just going to warn you now. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just need dinner. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, let's see if I can do it in one shot. Ladies and gentlemen, trans and non-binary punks of all ages and denominations, welcome back to another episode of Not Just a Phase, and thank you for joining us in Season 4 somehow. If you're new here, let me just get this out of the way really quickly. We're online at notjustaphase.net. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Not Just a Phase Worldwide. We're on Twitter at NJAP Worldwide. And we're on Patreon at patreon.com backslash Not Just a Phase Worldwide. If you want to help support the expansion of our podcast and the blog spot, check out some free bonus content on there and see our ugly faces discuss music. That's where it's at. And today we have a return guest, which is something I think I've literally only done once before. There's so many bands that want to come on the podcast and we're grateful for that. But this band was one of my very first interviews and one of my favorite bands. So Virginia's finest infant Island is finally back to drop their third album. It's right. Every screamo vinyl flippers favorite band has returned with a brand new album that we're absolutely hyped to chat about today. Obsidian wreath is coming out January 12th, which I believe has already passed. Has it? It has. All right, cool. <laughs> uh, that's coming out through secret voice i'm very excited to catch up with the island boys they were my eighth episode of not just a phase i believe and it made me quickly realize that having a full band on all at once with five people is pure chaotic hell and pretty much impossible to manage and that's where we made the one and only rule at not just a phase that five is is one too many today we got four <laughs> And lots has <laughs> happened since then, and we're going to sink our teeth right into it. So let's get going. Welcome to the chat, guys. How's everybody doing? Pretty Dude, good. I, I, yeah. I like to think we've gotten better at these types of things since then, because I feel like that was one of the first times we'd ever been like chatted up like that at once, all of us, too. <laughs> yeah, this is a very, very special occasion. So excited to be back. Thank you so much for having us. What's up? This is Daniel. I play in the band Infinite Island. You're listening to Not Just a Phase podcast. This is Fulfilled.
the last time we had you guys, you're all in the same room. So that was extra chaotic too. You're just like right beside each other. <laughs> God, we were all in Kyle's dad's place. That was so funny. I was looking for the video today and I couldn't find it, which really bummed me out. I think we had like one computer chair to sit into. We had to like find extra seating for that. Which <laughs> yeah, you guys really were shoulder to shoulder. I think I remember we, we just tried to watch it was a cool world. Yes. I think it was still on in the background, but mute. Oh, what the fuck? That yeah. That was wild. With Brad Pitt? Yeah. That movie's crazy. It's such a weird movie. It's so weird. <laughs> Well, for those well, let's who let's not talk about that again. For, okay. for, the, for those who maybe uh, aren't watching or, or don't know your voices, could you guys just like one by one just do your name and what role you play in the band? Um, my name is Daniel. I am the vocalist. I'm Alex. I'm Kyle. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's already starting, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm oh. Kyle. I'm, I play bass. That's all. <laughs> I'm Alex. I play guitar. I'm Winston. I also play guitar. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> so have you guys been cheating on me? Have you been listening to other podcasts in these last four years? I imagine a couple, maybe. I try not to listen to any music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no music? <laughs> Podcast, podcast only. Podcast only. Uh, I don't want it to taint my artistic vision. You know, I don't want to be influenced. It's a who was that? It's very William Butler Yates of you. <laughs> my dissertation is about podcasts, so yes, I listen to podcasts a lot. <laughs> What's the big ones for you? Uh, Winston, you go first. Takes a swig of I don't even know, man. Random stuff. I like uh, like true crime podcasts, like any basic white girl. Um, and like, I listen to a lot of music podcasts uh, as well. Um, stuff about like old country and shit like that. That's my shit. I feel like the only other music podcast I listen to is IndieCast with Ian Cohen and Steve Hyden, uh, but I listen to a lot of like left wing commentary podcasts, like uh, Chilly Workers Party, Chapo, Track House, obviously, uh, True and Allen, stuff like that. Uh, Minion Death Cult out here on the coast. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's like most of those. What I listen to. Um, yeah, I listen to Chapo every now and then, and a couple of just random podcasts about disc golf because i like play i like to play disc golf so that's about it i'm not super into podcasts but i'm you know i'm reaching out there's podcasts about disc golf holy fuck don't make a podcast about anything hey eh? yeah, yeah yeah it's it you know i i wasn't aware that there were until recently uh but lo and that's behold sick. i found i found a couple so a couple? What, is, uh, what is the disc what golf is, the is a huge sport like? rob is it really? like i know like a couple of my friends play it but they're like older and it's a it's a yeah it's it's like expanding oh man Um, it's a they're like signing big contracts now it's wild it's it's blowing up so i listen to a couple pros talk about like their view of the industry and stuff um it's really fascinating there's pro disc golfers 
Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe y'all can get on like a celebrity tournament sometime, huh? <laughs> There's actually a disc golf company that listens to Infant Island uh, and loves metal music. And they oh. have a podcast, I think, as well. I'm not, I could be Didn't, mistaken. Isn't there a disc golf company that put out like a, a metal band? Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, no. Well, Whitechapel, the people in Whitechapel play disc golf, and so does Slipknot, and they they have their own disc made through like main like <laughs> manufacturers. So I was trying to get yeah. an Infant Island. That's what I want. Made. I want. Uh, one. Yeah, I was trying to network that, and it didn't work. But I'm still trying. So <laughs> all right. Yeah. Till then. Imagine the resale value on those bad boys. Well, I was gonna say we get could a wax made in vinyl sleeves. A wax made. <laughs> We're in yeah, we're going. Seat. We're going there. We're going from from vinyl to to no no vinyl, just just frisbees, basically. Just frisbees and tank tops, and maybe some visors. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, that's sick. <laughs> we have a bunch of like unexpected merch that's going around. It's just like <laughs> Deathwish was like, "We're making merch," and I was like, "We were all just like, okay, <laughs> make your merch." It's like sweatpants. You can buy infinite yeah. sweatpants. Are we getting sweatpants? Because I really want those. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I think we have to order them. Booty shorts? We get a special oh, rate. Okay. Dude, not while I'm drinking water. <laughs> booty shorts? <laughs> yeah, booty shorts. <laughs> I would um, Dreamwell has booty shorts. That's all I'm saying. They have to be embroidered. I feel like the ones that are screen printed, the printing comes off after like a second wash. So you have to like embroider yeah. them. You know? Mm. That'd be a quality one. Yeah. Infinite Island embroidered booty shorts. I spent 80 bucks on that. Easy. Yeah. Just <laughs> infant on. one cheek, island on the other cheek. <laughs> oh, now shit. Honestly, <laughs> I don't know if I fuck with that. That's that... <laughs> <laughs> That that feels like a weird one to explain to people in public. <laughs> like, <laughs> nah, man, that's a new juicy. The oh, infant oh, island. No. <laughs> it's like sparkly, you know. Wow. Uh well that kind of sort of led into the next question. What uh what hobbies and passions are occupying your guys' free time outside of your band right now? Well, I'm really just called yeah. booty shorts personally. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go first, Kyle? Um, I am like a producer and like a audio engineer in Richmond, and I make like a I produce and like record a lot of like hip hop artists and electronic artists under the name Kyle's board now. And that, that really takes up most of my time. All my roommates, like we're all in like a little music collective called nine five FM and we all just make music. So that, that's really what I do most of the time outside of the band Brad. for me. Um, yeah, I just, I work a lot, and whenever I'm not working, I'm basically just playing a lot of disc golf or trying to, uh, I don't know. I just, I like reading. 
I'm like super into like sci-fi fantasy novels and stuff um, and like stuff like that. So I'm like halfway through the Wheel of Time series. So trying to put a dent into that. And uh, yeah, it's going. It's a That's journey. a lot of books, dude. Yeah, it's it's been, a, it's been quite a quite a journey so far. I'm on like book six and uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it. But uh, yeah, I usually just read or, or play disc golf. To be honest, I'm I'm kind of boring. <laughs> Winston, you go. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I play a decent amount of like music as a hobby, not band related. Uh, and then I drink some beers in the garage, and uh, yeah, I also like straight up have a family, so there's not like that much time for extra shit. Yeah, that's fair. That's valid. Um, in my free time, what am I doing? I'm like usually working, which is like for me is like teaching or um, working on my own research um, or like organizing with my union. Um, and that's like all of my time. It's incredibly time consuming. And it's not really fun, but um, <laughs> yeah the good work that must be done yeah i mean like uh, nothing prepares you for talking to hostile coworkers, like talking to punishers at a merch table so that's yeah, yeah. fair that's about that makes sense we're about to have a cfa strike over here next week yeah so i'm excited to see uh how that goes the management's already been whimpering like the entire last few weeks it's been pretty funny to see yeah i'll be at the fullerton location at some point so okay yeah. maybe i'll see you there maybe i'll see you there <laughs> um so i know usually we get into like the background of you know your history and the scene and everything and like how you came into punk rock or whatever so that's already been covered so i'd like to kind of you know maybe talk a little bit about um like local like newer bands that you're kind of excited to go on tour with because I know there's like a big tour planned and like we're all super hyped I'm very excited for y'all to come back out to Southern California I saw you a few years ago in Costa Mesa I think it was with Greed Death that was oh, yeah. a killer fucking show yeah that was yeah. a really sick show um god what was the venue I can't remember what uh, it's called the Wayfair was that the Alex was that the venue when we first did the like uh infant island greed death circles of hell collab performance no, thing that was earlier um but that was a venue that had like crazy free food like a really? lot of the pool tables there's a pool yeah. table and then we got like a lot of food for free uh, yeah was that was a cool show i fucked with that show that was really good <laughs> <laughs> But the, the 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 attendance was cool. I don't know because I remember the previous day, LA kind of like I don't want to say it sucked, but it was like not the vibe. I was yeah. not digging that. Show. Yeah, um, there was a, a sound guy at LA. It was like very memorable because his name he introduced himself as um, Crash, like the symbol, uh, and he was like <laughs> he was like one of these guys that was like what what he he was like you want to know like the best place to like. Babes in Southern California, and we were like, 
what? <laughs> dude, dude was like this stereotypical, like washed up '80s rocker. Like, like he he had like a leather jacket on, like long, very obviously like dyed black hair, and like he really talked to you in that stereotypical like old sound guy way, way where he's like, "Yo, I've been doing this forever. Like, I've been working on this like Sunset Strips and fucking what? Who what, who fucking cares?" And like. <laughs> he ended up getting into it with like Logan and like it, I just uh, I remember like he you could tell he was purposely making their set sound like shit that night and it was just like yo this sucks like, yeah <laughs> wait where was this what which LA spot was that at I remember it's called Resident I think oh shit really that's crazy <laughs> it was funny because he was like yeah like the best like the jewel of Southern California is all the hot women and we were like shut the fuck up <laughs> you know <laughs> Fucking weirdo. About this, like, you know, stop. And then Greed Death. Well, he told us to turn down, turn our shit down. So we kind of did, you know. I don't know, whatever. And he told Greed Death to do that. They like are jokers in a way that we aren't to to the same degree, you know. And they like, like they had been fighting with a sound guy all night. Or crash. Names crash. We've established that. They've been fighting with crash all night, and like. At cut like two songs into their set, they just like cranked everything very loud because he was like making them sound like shit, big dickhead, and you know that's what it was. But like, this is the kind of thing where I always am like, I feel bad doing that, you know, like like to truly crank your shit on the sound guy, like that's rough. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that I wish I was strong enough to take sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, this just sounds like a strong affront, but also very sick. This dude just sounds like a bad Matthew McConaughey impression come to life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you guys oh are telling God. me like, you guys are telling me honestly, you're not the band to get um, women. Uh... <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing this for? I want people to take pictures of me. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Nothing says sex appeal like a screamo band. Yeah. Yo, who's who's the radio radio host? Um, the radio host in Love Actually, that guy. No, 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 no. no. I, I can't think of his name. I'm trying. To, it, it's who the it's who the sound guy reminded me of. Why the fuck? Can't About the Love Sponge. No, never mind. It'll it'll randomly come to me. It won't matter. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. Yes. He <laughs> oh, was like, Howard Stern was like a washed up, like slashy, like slash from Guns N' Roses guitarist. Like that. That's, yeah. That was like his. That, that's like that. Like I don't know. That that that's what. It, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, oh, I said that as a joke, but that's horrible. <laughs> that's a horrible vibe to have just in at the show. Like, let alone be your sound guy. Yo, also I remember that show. The green room was so fucking hot. It was unbearable. <laughs> the fucking green room, like, like one of the hottest spaces I think I've ever been in. Was it an attic? Yeah, it was an attic. Yeah, actually, pretty Sick. much. Oh, seriously? Sick. Oh shit, that's crazy. Yeah, that place. Perfect. Most most of those buildings in LA do not have good ventilation, so that really tracks. That's that's so funny. I love the resident too. I've been to like a ton of shit there, and I was at a good time. So I guess it was, this was this maybe it was post crash. I mean, it was it it looked like a cool spot. Like I was into this like the look of it. I was like, there was people that came out and stuff. It was really funny because. Uh, like we had so many problems with the sound guy and after we played i was like man that was not a good set from us like i don't know our vibe was off and then i had like four people come up immediately like 
yo, that was the best fucking set I've ever seen in my life. And I was like, really? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it sounded great, but uh, thank you so much. Uh, it was kind of, it was just awkward and uncomfortable. Include most that girl diner, which was like, I was like, I'm not yeah. happy we played that set in front of you. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like, I don't know. There was like on and off sets on that tour, but that was like a top three. Like, this is not the set for me. I did not like that. I did not play, like, not like playing that venue. Uh, yeah. So the fact that anyone had anything positive to say, it was fucking awesome because it definitely <laughs> lifted my spirits up. But I was like, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if even if you guys weren't having a good time, you're just like, you just naturally lose like the stage presence that's just really enrapturing anyway you know you gave a good performance so that's yeah. probably what came across the yeah because when i saw you guys i was like i was like this, you, i'd never seen a picture of you so the band sounds like this and then you guys walk out and i was like oh this is nice i was expecting like long hairs you know what i mean like i thought like it was gonna be like a bunch of metal ass dudes so and then um Daniel, I was like, is that different like from Santa Barbara? Because you look like someone I knew who was from Santa Barbara. <laughs> Do you discount, bro? Yo, Daniel, you look like you look like you look like you'd be a, like a, a Jack Johnson ass dude right now. Like, like Oh my god. With the slightly so wild, with, with the facial hair, like the beanie, like like you're gonna go surfing in the morning real quick. Damn. Um, what what's the internet meme? Screamo jock? Screamo jock. Screamo I jock. you as a jock though, but yeah, I like. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the yeah. Screamo Jack Johnson's pretty. That's pretty solid. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty yeah. good. Jack Johnson did the Curious George soundtrack, right? He did, yeah. and it's a banger. It is good. It's, it's really good. Fact. I'll take that. He also take found uh, Matt Casa, who's also a banger songwriter singer. He used to skate. Yeah. Oh. Used to skate, man. But yeah, no, we uh, well, I I love Jack. I'm not gonna say we. There's no royal we at not just a phase because me and Rob argue about literally everything. So I will say I really enjoy Jack Johnson. Okay. I'm not a Jack, a Jack Johnson. Jack Johnson. I don't know much about him, but he's got some bangers. Hey, man, banana pancakes. It's yeah. a great, yeah, it's a great That's Sunday morning song. That's all That's you, all you upside, need. Upside down. That's the um, other one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, yeah. he's like divorced mom core. Yeah, <laughs> I feel he, like he picked up where bare naked ladies, you know, left off. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. People talk about divorced dad music a lot, but we don't hear enough about divorced mom music. That is like, true. That's I a, think Jack Johnson, bare naked Shania ladies, Twain? Shania Twain for Josh sure. Josh Groban, divorced mom core. Yeah, yeah. Michael Bublé. Michael yes. Bublé. Dude, I love yeah. Michael Bublé shit. Oh, my mom My mom loves Michael Bublé. Your mom's not divorced, though. He's going to ask. That's, that's like, is that a weird question? That's like, that's like, is that a weird question to ask right no. now? <laughs> you know it's what? still fresh. My mom is, uh, yeah, she's the exception. She didn't get divorced, but she loves Michael Bublé. I think yeah. I'm, Michael Bublé, he kind of sounds like, He's like Frank Sinatra e right like I was gonna say yeah that's his yeah that's his thing okay he's the I he's the Jack it. Johnson of Rat Pack music nice wait wait nice. wait thinking of like momcore what uh, I think the original question if I remember correctly was like cool 
up and coming local artists that we're very excited about. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yes, we're, you're right. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The question. No, Jack yeah, Johnson, <laughs> Shania Twain, Michael Bublé. Oh, Michael yeah. Bublé. <laughs> no, I think Daniel knows where this is going. I think Daniel, there's a really cool new artist out of Fredericksburg. I think you should share <laughs> with uh, the, the listeners of Match the Phase. You know what I'm talking about? Mom's loving. He has a parade. Who? Oh come on, man! You have a fucking pizza slice named after this man. Oh yeah. shit! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Huntley. <laughs> Huntley, the voice. Huntley. Have you all heard of Huntley? No, what's Huntley? He's the uh, he's <laughs> the winner of the the show the like the um, I don't know like the voice like where people yeah. like, oh, okay like American Idol. He like won the voice, and he's like this dude that is from our hometown, and uh. Yeah, he's like, they they so fun fact they like, th- it's actually this Sunday they made a national like Huntley Day for our city, so uh, yeah yeah does that make that, it national? Well, not national. Sorry, it's national just, for the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 celebrated as Huntley Day in Fredericksburg, Virginia, on Sunday the twenty first. So he's an upcoming artist that I uh, would advise to check out. Hopefully, we can get him on a tour. Really? Yeah, man. Maybe you guys um, could. I mean, I don't know if he'd open for you or you'd open for him. What was the winning song? Like, what was the one that clinched it for him? I, I'm uh, not even, he definitely I, he was, played he, higher. He was getting mm. this higher by Creed. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and he nailed it? That's kind of a, that's a crazy song to go for. I mean, he, he, he can sing. Like, I mean, I'm not going to pretend like he's not talented, but yeah. Yeah. To win, to win it on Creed, that is a, that is yeah. a Fredericksburg ass move. That is Fredericksburg <laughs> as fuck for sure. All right, so yeah, um, Rob, we gotta get on booking this guy. Of course, other people get to him. Yeah, or Simon Cowell. You might miss your window, honestly. You might, we, he's, you, he's been. We collectively in this call might have missed our window before being on this Yeah, we, right. we have our industry connects. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, I don't know, Alex. What do you think is like a? Or what? What's your? I'm curious to hear your opinion on like what's a new and upcoming band that you're excited about. Well, okay, so let me let me kind of recontextualize the question since um, we got away from it a little bit. You guys announced this tour that's coming up. You have like you have like people who are announced on the flyer with you, like you know some really great bands. Obviously, I love Quiet Fear. No, I won't shut up about it. But you know, I know that there's they're already announcing some of the, like the local support and stuff. So, I, was there any like has there been any bands that you've kind of seen like? pop up that you're like oh i wonder what that sounds like and then you're like oh this is actually pretty cool or like maybe bands you hadn't heard from in a while that you're like oh shit there's still a band or you know anything in that nature that's like kind of coming up on the tour that you're excited <laughs> people you're excited to see again or I know like, excited to see i know daniel's answer and it's here in socal oh deal oh yeah oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. are we are we playing with them yeah yeah Oh, I'm so hyped. That band's so good. That's like yeah, one of my favorite uh like I don't want to say like I don't know if up and coming so I know they've been around for a while, but yeah, I yeah. I was not hit to that band until like uh 6 months ago and their LP blew me away. Um yeah, Othiel. Uh they're fucking they're awesome. They're like oh, yeah. everything I love in a screamo band. They sound awesome. So, them um uh 
I don't know. I'm actually kind of out of the loop. I'm not going to lie. I'm not totally aware of like who we're playing with a lot of the shows besides like the main support, like Senza, Quiet Fear, uh, To Forget. Um, Quiet Fear uh, is probably, yeah, the newer band on like the on the tour that like I, I hadn't listened to it up until recently. Um, they mm. just put out a split with uh, our friends Masanera. Um, and that band, that band shreds. Like they are sick as fuck. Um, Mossinera too, obviously, but uh I yeah. saw their like I watched their like set that was posted the other day um at like New Friends. They had like a the battle, battle set, set or something. Yeah. It was that that performance was like it blew me away. Like I was sold. Um um I had listened to them prior to that too, but like that was like to to put a visual and just see like them perform in that video, I was like, Wow, this is incredible. I'm stoked to play it with this band. So Yeah. They are very yeah. fancy. They're like the first the first show I went to when I moved here to California was this show at like you probably know about it, Elias. Uh, but like um this show it was like uh, or like the place it was at it was like this place called the Hideout, uh in like like South Whittier. It's like this weird backyard venue and like it was on Masanera and Quiet Fear did a run out here or whatever and I'd never really heard of them before, um except because like Masanera hyped them up and like I have never seen like a mosh like that before like in a, like an outside space before like kids just like fighting you know and then they did the same thing for mousenera and i was like this is crazy energy you know uh and then i saw them again at the hideout actually like a like a few months later and and like people were like ripping each other's sh- like clothes off each other and it was like insane uh so excited to have some of that energy um yeah but other bands are playing with that are sort of newer that I'm stoked on. Uh, I don't really know who's opening for a lot of the shows, but uh, I'm excited to play with Circuit Circuit in uh, oh, yeah. in Nashville. Uh, like that band is really cool. Um, yeah, cool they're super we met fun. Them. We met oh, we're playing with the uh, the Holy Ghost um, Tabernacle Choir. Tabernacle Choir, yeah. They they they, they they rip. I'm I'm oh, still so good. <laughs> yeah. I had initially asked them if they want to do the Southern shows with us, but I think they have another tour happening around them. So I don't know if we're playing with them in like Jacksonville or, or Atlanta, but it would be dope if we could. Nat is awesome. Known yeah. them for a while. Um, uh, and then the other band that I'm really excited to play with is Prize Horse in Milwaukee. Yo, uh, we're playing with them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. I'm stoked. I like that band a lot. Really good. The new record is coming out soon, so keep an eye open oh definitely i never listened to them so i'm interested to check that out yeah it's sort of like heavy slow core shoegaze thing um yeah. it's really good it's it's good hell yeah all right very cool um well if we're cool on maybe like shifting a little bit to talking about the album i mean I've tried to spend as much time with it as i possibly could first of all huge congratulations it's a fantastic piece of music um we're all really huge fans of it over here at, at the podcast um so i wanted to ask like a little bit about like the thematics of the album um and feel free to like you know if you're not really if you kind of want to keep like a mystique or whatever or if there's uh like a type of veil you're trying to hold over it like that's totally cool but i'm i'm really curious uh to hear wh- how you guys would um explain what the what is the obsidian read the Daniel question, I think. 
Obsidian. Oh wow! What is the obsidian uh, wreath, dude? What does it do? <laughs> what does it do? It does sound like a Daniel. Quest. I found this. I picked it up. What does it do? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, can, I, can I eat it? <laughs> like, like I like um, the idea that it's like a wreath you hang on your door. Like yeah. Like, here, That's always know? what I what I've pictured it as. I think it's cute. <laughs> I think you buy it at yeah. Target. <laughs> yeah, dude. Michaels. Um. Yeah, I don't. Uh. So like. The uh the album's like a lot about um, just kind of like personal crisis dealing with uh, just like a lot of things and like you know pick your poison like uh it, it it's very like subjective I guess um. But uh, when when I was writing it, um, I don't know. I had a lot of like I was. I think I feel I was like going through a lot emotionally and stuff. And uh, man, this is a question. I've actually been thinking about this for a while. Um, it's I so obsidian is like you know that's like it comes out after like it's a product of violent uh, catastrophe out of like you know volcanic activity um but it's also very like brittle and uh i don't know this is like i'm gonna hold off on this until i'm more organized in thought that's uh, that's totally uh, cool yeah so it's uh i don't know but i just want to i want to do this answer justice i will probably yeah. rewrite this Later, I think, right. also, I think it's there's also. A lot, there's a lot. There's a lot of questions, album, so I don't. It's hard to like kind of summarize the yeah. the meaning of the title for me. But yeah. uh, yeah. No, that's uh, totally fair. Yeah. I just because when I was doing some research, obviously I looked at. I mean, I you know I have family and friends who are into like gem culture and all that stuff, and sitting historically has like served as a tool of a lot of different kinds, but in a more spiritual way, obsidian is believed to be like a stone of clarity. Like it has yeah. the ability to release like emotional and like physical and spirit spiritual blockages, like drawing out stress and like tension. And like a lot of that makes sense when it, you know, something that like evolves out of a volcano. It's been used for surgical tools, it's been used for weapons, like it's been used to heal, it's been used to kill. Like Ex- you know. exactly. I, I think to to take that in is uh I guess what I was trying to get at is uh yeah, the album to me kind of feels like um kind of like witness to uh, a lot of things that we've all been going through um, and that I feel like everyone's been going through in the world and um, just uh, having like kind of like a final product of this uh, imperfect like realization that uh, you know uh, something beautiful can come out of uh, like it it isn't hopeless uh, and to kind of I don't know, own that, but just to like be proud of who you are and to like note that you can be the best person uh, and deal with um, everyday life uh, and just kind of use it as your own tool. Like you said, uh, uh, since Obsidian has been used for tools and stuff to just kind of uh, form a response uh, and just make something useful out of just 
the chaos, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of running amok with this response, but uh, no, it's okay. yeah, that's, that's, that's a good idea. Kind of like where that title comes from, I guess. No, that's, I mean, that tracks and, you know, I actually kind of answers uh, my follow up question to that was, you know, like, I mean, the lyrics on the album feel very like knotted and they feel like really dense and dark. And, like they have like a lot of mass, I guess. And, but there's still like so many different like pinpricks of like hopefulness that kind of like comes out especially like in the latter half of the album which i you know yeah I think is I, like really special i i wanted to i wanted the record uh lyrically to be um very inspiring uh and not <laughs> like just not completely depressive um but also like uh there's a lot of like anger in a lot of the lyricism i guess in like songs like clawing still and uh yeah maybe like veil and stuff uh so i i i wanted to have a sense of direction and reason and to be kind of like its own witness and uh yeah i i don't know i'm bad at these types of questions uh because it's that's okay it's a lot of emotions like brewing over time of like the last couple of years of just putting this record together but yeah that's i i think i'm gonna leave it yeah. at that that's fair. I mean, that's how it kind of came out. It's this thing. I mean, you know, in a genre full of catharsis, like what is the most cathartic thing or like what can be the most cathartic sound? And like, I, the reason I don't, I, you know, I don't just like love that album because I've already seen your work previously. And like, I, you know, I already like met one or two of you and like, I liked all of you. It was definitely like something that resonated very richly and very deeply and very intensely. And I think that is why I mean, I'm sure you've noticed you've been getting a lot of really positive response to it. Like it's, a very powerful album and um you know i was curious about like when while you're writing the lyrics right like are like alex like kyle winston are you guys like reading the lyrics or and bring the guitar parts in or do you like kind of have parts you think of and then you kind of all like work together to work out the song like how's the writing process look like in for this particular album because everything like notches like it's crazy how well everything connects uh well i think like the usually i mean this record is i think more collaborative than our previous ones in a lot of ways i mean i i don't know actually it's and they're all sort of different but um it's sort of like the way that all the songs started except for found hand uh are like me bringing a guitar sort of initial guitar structure to the band and then us all like workshopping it and like people writing parts and then like sort of what comes out the back end is like a lot of what you hear um and then i think daniel like fits lyrics on top of it you know um, but i think like in a lot of ways this is the record we like have like, spent the most time we spend the most time like writing and like, like we actually practice the songs yeah which we spent like <laughs> this is new grind, new territory yeah. <laughs> grinding and like recording like tracks like demos and like you know making everything like editing parts and like making it all like really gel like spent spent a lot of time before we went to record it doing that um, right and like, spent, like with the track list as well like all of it we actually spent uh spent time on it. yeah I think like all the songs were like written mostly in order except for Bale mm -hmm. and Fat 
and found hand like fits there because it's where it fits uh but like veil was actually the last song that we wrote um That's for interesting. The like i think like pretty close to like recording dates like we like we're like oh shit we should put this on record you know Mm -hmm. um, so, I think that the hardest part was like where to fit that. guys started writing this in 2020 is that like yeah. when you is that yeah. four years what uh what took so long i think it's been done Anna, you know what was happening out there Rob. yeah yeah before like and like <laughs> when when you started writing it like how much did you get written in 2020 versus how much did you get written before the album just came out you know what i mean like it couldn't have been all written four years ago and then just came out now i think yeah. all was yeah, all the songs were written in like summer of twenty. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, because we we were like all we were all like masked up in my basement, just and like sitting room as well. Yeah, it's crazy. So but the we, majority of it that was was written in twenty twenty. Then you'd say, literally. All oh yeah. wow! Yeah, and it's been done, done, done for like a while oh wow so you've yeah, been sitting we, just waiting to release this masterpiece yeah you? and i th i think that's why this release 
just feels extra weird because like we're so far removed from the process of writing recording you know getting masters back mixes back like and then yeah here we are years later so the next full length is in like six months then (laughs) (laughs) i mean we we do have like other things that are like almost (laughs) i'm not gonna say almost done but i guess like you know you would hear the fucked up thing is that we recorded the next thing also in 2021. Damn. You guys just had a great year. (laughs) 2020 was a good year. We were busy. Yeah. (laughs) What a great year 2020 was. Yeah. It was was great. For five people. For five people from Fredericksburg, Virginia. Oh my God. <laughs> and you guys were working with um with Matthew Michael for Majority Rule and No Man producing this? Yeah. How was that? Yeah. That's the best. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That that's all I have to say. Yeah, he's he's a real <laughs> also like it's been really cool uh to to like record with him again. We recorded beneath with him as well. And to like you know, obviously we grew, we've grown a lot as musicians and as a band, but it was really awesome to see like him grow as like a recording engineer. Um, like the, the difference between recording beneath and uh, like obsidian wreath, I just realized they rhyme. Um, sorry. Uh, <laughs> like no apologize. was like night and day, like he moved to the studio and like we were, rec- I mean, we recorded a lot of it, not in Studio, but uh, at, like an outside studio in DC, but um, his new studio as well is like incredible. Um, and having, I think that's also part of it was like I just sort of like forgot like we recorded it in like this like crazy studio in DC that like was giant ceilings and and big room and shit, and it was it was like it felt more real in a lot of ways, which maybe contributed to the performances on it because like. I don't know when I was in there, it felt like, I don't know about y'all, but <laughs> it felt like much more like, Oh shit. We're like recording this record. right? Now. Well, um, it's really, it's really funny for me. Cause I feel like that being the second time we had worked with Matt, uh, like I feel like all the butterflies were kind of out of my stomach of just being nervous. Like, you know, this dude's like been in so many fucking good bands and yeah. stuff. So, uh, I felt like, both of our energies like our like our band and then him were like we were just vibing and he was ready to record and we were ready to record so i remember there being like like for for instance like when we recorded beneath i remember like tracking vocals with him and at one point it was just like me and him in his basement and like i was so fucking nervous and it took like everything out of me just to get like like a quarter of a song down over the course of like 30 minutes but then when we recorded obsidian reef i think i think we were recording like uh unrelenting or something and i think that was the first song we started on and i just kind of ripped through it within like a minute and almost did the whole song and everyone was kind of like yo what the fuck you good like that's it like and i i think it just says speaks volumes is what i'm trying to uh clear up here is like how comfortable we were with him and how like in sync we were just like i don't know he's just the best at you know 
at what he does. And uh, I'm like so lucky to get to work with him at all. Um, he's like really comfortable. He's really funny. Um, yeah, just I think he brings out the best in all of us. Yeah, I think that's also one thing like the energy, like we all had fun recording this, I think, too, which was like different. Yeah, <laughs> not super stressful. Yeah, it was a good experience for sure. Yeah, speaking so, of Unreal, he's not here, but I remember very vividly Austin recording drums for that song. And uh, like, we got halfway through the song and the like, track fell out for some reason. And like, during like one of the very fast blasting parts, he like, the take that is on the record, he like blacked out and just played it on beat like on tempo for the rest of the song <laughs> like without like a click or anything that's um, fucking crazy it was like crazy it was like like a moment in the studio where we're all like like kind of speechless <laughs> like because like i don't know a lot of it's very like you know like, like fast up and like uh that was like that was a crazy moment I, I bet if you like listen very closely you can hear when that happens but like you know i, I remember like like there were a ton of moments like that that were totally, you know, felt like epiphanies and like where I, I felt like sort of stunned by like what we were doing. I don't know. Like I've I've never like heard us like we like I've never heard us like I heard us like when we first heard the mixes in the studio. Um, like that was like a crazy moment. That, yeah. Like really changed my perspective a lot. Um, yeah, I agree. It it was it was definitely different. That's fucking cool. Something else you guys did different with this album. You had a couple of features from some friends. Was that just like organic? Like you guys had uh Sensa, um like for for your health. Like did you guys get them all in there and that was part of the organic fun as well? Or like how'd that they all happen? Paid, they paid us for yeah. the features. Yeah. <laughs> they just wanted the hype. Yeah. yeah. Coattail riding. Just get yeah. just sponsored. Sponsored Typical. by Infinite Island. <laughs> No, I mean, like, the, I mean, people just recorded their own parts for that. So it's not like they came to Virginia and recorded them or anything. But except for Shorts. Shorts. Yeah. From, yeah. From God, who lives in Northern Virginia, which is where Matt lives. And we just, like, called them up and we're like, yo, do you want to come? And, like, we, we threw out like, the bat signal. <laughs> the big, like, Claymore in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but everyone else is just kind of people we've met over the years through like, touring and through like being a band, and it felt like that was like a part on the record the the sort of gang vocal or like like climax of Vale or you know we wanted a part people could like really connect with like live especially mm -hmm. um, because I think the the direct inspiration was seeing Closer play and everyone knowing every single word to all of their songs. And singing yeah. it <laughs> like that was a crazy powerful moment, and uh, so like shout out closer the homies. Um, but like, uh, you know, we wanted it to sound like full on the record, so just like reached out to everybody that we're friends with from over the years, and we're like, yo, yeah. do you want to be in this part? And I know that there were people who we, who like wanted to, but like couldn't because of COVID and stuff. Um, you know, because that was the time when that was happening, you know, right. Mascara and Droughts, for example, both bands that were like, yeah, we'd love to do this, but like, it's hard to record because, you know, COVID worries are like an issue. So, yeah, 
Um, but I'm glad we got everybody we could and it, it felt really good to do that. Um, to like in, include a lot of people from like our community, our scene, you know, in the record because it's, it's you know, it wouldn't exist if not for for everybody who's ever done anything for us or like, you know, it, it like hyped us up in any kind of way. Like it's just, you know, everything culminates to like the point. It contributes to it in some way. So so with that all being said, if you guys could do a, a collaboration with anybody, like realistic or unrealistic, who would you who would you consider doing something with in the future? That's a hard who would you like wish list? Uh, I can answer for Austin because he's been very adamant about this. Austin really, really wants to collaborate with Bjork <laughs> on our next record. Austin okay. really Which is to, realistic. So, listen to this. Please be in touch. <laughs> you never know with her, yeah. to be honest. You know yeah. so, that is very fair. Just pull up one day. Statistically, it's not completely off. You know, off your radar. So, uh, I was about to do a really bad Bjork impression, but I decided to save us all. <laughs> hard one. Hard impression. Um. I think it'd be cool. It would never happen, but I would love to collaborate with the grouper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Big grouper fan. That's definitely one cool. of mine. I'd love to collaborate with the body. I feel like that'd be yeah. sick. That's not too unrealistic either. I feel like I think kind of good. The body and grouper are also my answers. Yeah. No, Winston. The original. No. Get your own answers, Winston. It's not allowed to take that one. Um, so just say another one that we would all say. Probably like Jack Johnson. We already Dr. said Dr. him earlier. Yeah, I mean, he's. <laughs> um. Yeah. Hundred gex. Hundred gex. Wolfines and Zane Johnny. Uh, this will destroy you. That's my answer. Oh, that would be a cool one, too. I like how so, half those answers were serious. I appreciate that. At least yeah, half let the fans answers. pick out what's real and what isn't. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that was all real. <laughs> I was real. Yeah. Also, uh, please watch out for Infant Island soundtracking the sequel to the, the Curious George movie coming this summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, Curious George is like, he's like in his like 30s now. And he's you know he's got a dead end job. He's less curious. <laughs> yeah, the curiosity has been driven out of him. This, this depressed out. George. <laughs> Relatable. Uh, curious George found out, and now he's sad. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I know we asked this last time, but it's been a it's been a good grip of years. Um. So I figured we'd ask again. Do you have a favorite show or tour memory? We already heard the worst show, right? With Crash. Shout out Crash. We hope you're dead. Uh, I don't think that's the worst uh, show. I'll be honest. Okay. Really? Just from that tour. I think we've all played like pretty bad shows. <laughs> Kyle, you should he talk said... about the Alabama the Alabama show. What what city was that again? That, that was, was in Mobile. 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 Alabama, yeah, right. 
So nobody comes to the show. It's literally just the bands and the promoter and this fucking the the bouncer security guard outside is just like this this like big meathead dude. And he was just being like very like transphobic and homophobic, like found out we were from Richmond, was talking about how he got like he's like, Oh yeah, I left Richmond. They didn't like me there because like da 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 was just saying shit. And I was like, Wow, this is like we're getting a real Alabama experience right now. And it just kind of sucked because like I said something to the 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 bartender about it and like the staff about it, and they didn't really do anything. So I was just like, man. I'm going to get my ass kicked tonight because this dude won't stop saying this shit. And then yeah. Nothing ended up happening. It sucked. Then I left my skateboard there. And then uh, we got an insane email. Tell them about yeah. the email, Alex. <laughs> but the promoter was like, I, just, I need to find the email to read it because it's, it's, it was insane. Like, so basically, I guess one of us said something i mean the the, thing, the context here is that like uh <laughs> that you know the touring party was us and greet death and like there's a bunch of like gay trans people in these bands you know like i mean me and our band and uh, you know jackie and jim and greet death and yeah i guess harper now too so congrats harper oh, yeah, um shout out harper but you know so it was kind of like it was it was imminently concerning to have that going on. So, but what what the fuck is this? Yeah, okay, I found it. I found it. But we got so like we said something to I guess somebody at the venue, and then the owner of the venue caught wind and sent an email to like everybody possible, like our booking agent at the time. Which now we're on, we're not, we don't have a booking agent. So if you want to book our shows, um, uh, and it was like, here, here's the email. Hi, all. I just got to the venue and was immediately greeted with news that someone from your touring party felt that an employee here has said something transphobic, a door guy specifically, from what I'm told. I can't imagine what was, happening, but I would love to know. As a lover of sucking dick, wearing dresses, cool butts, hair vaginas, and all the spectacular physical beauty the world has to offer of humanity, and every table variance, in quotes, between, and as a lifelong advocate of underrepresented people in the deep South City who stayed here to create safe spaces for those people and to be a stop along this fabulous, fabulous circle of art that keeps emails like this possible. I take great issue with anyone who works here being accused of that or actually being guilty of it. We are the only, quote, straight, unquote, bar in a district effectively known as the Fruit Loop because we aren't shitbags and don't employ shitbags. And it goes on, like, it's a long... Wait, say that last... We... What? Very long. Alex, can you please forward us that email? Can we post that, Rob? If you guys are okay with that. It's fine with me. I really want to post it somewhere. I don't even know if I want to read that. That was horrible. That's I didn't I was my that like broke my brain. Like what the fuck is what? 
<laughs> I feel like that was like one of the first things we saw in the morning, or we saw it while we were traversing from Mobile to wherever the fuck next. Yeah, that was a really funny one. That was they such a dull sing. day. We had so much fun in New Orleans. <laughs> that's cool. The show wasn't like that great, but like it was just fun. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's yeah, that's insane. That's a that that's that's a crazy person. Like, good yeah. god. Impressive. Uh, when you started scrolling, I was like, "Oh shit, there is more, like a lot more." Yeah, yeah, that show sucked ass. Yeah, it sounds like it sucked ass. <laughs> Worst show answers are always so much better than the best show answers. <laughs> yeah, glad, glad we went with that one. Wow, nobody yeah. remembers they the best are. shows. Any anytime my friends go on tour, I I never I I ask them the best show, but I I'm always like worst show best show and the, the worst show it's always a better story like what yeah anytime somebody says it's the best show it's just like it was sold out and da, 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 da. it was just like yeah okay that is yeah it was a good that set was, that we was that it. was the best show of tour of course <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah right <laughs> yeah it's never like a bald eagle came and like fought like a hawk and then like lightning shot out of both of their talons and then like this riff came to me and so i figured it's, it's never something cool like that oh, that happened. sounds american that happened to me. I am American. You know what's, I know you know what's really bad sometimes. about the worst shows, too? I feel like unless unless something about the worst show was like a technical difficulty, I swear for me, like like that that Mobile show, nobody was there. But that was probably one of our best sets. But it was just like it felt like practice because it was just like us in greet death. And like we were just like, hey, guys, we're still doing this, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. Damn. Yeah, that's a, that's a weird vibe like top to start to bottom actually like like from start to finish even after you guys were done and left it still chased you that's how fucking weird it was yeah r.i.p kyle skateboard your skateboard break gets left behind a lot Kyle. i feel like it's so sad i yeah do i i repeatedly leave water bottles and shit everywhere scarves i i still feel bad for laughing but that time when your skateboard got run over <laughs> it was like it was so funny it, it's really sad it's very sad but it is also objectively hilarious it was like out of like it was just like there was no i wasn't arm. even mad because i knew it was funny like when it went when i like i knew it was gonna happen because it's I, I fell and it slipped out went into the street and it was too far away for me to really go run and get it and i saw the car coming and it was just like well i know it's about to happen <laughs> only car it was really comical it was too it was too comical to really be mad at it happening yeah i feel like everyone else we're all standing up on top of this hill and he was down at the bottom of the hill we just saw it happen <laughs> okay i have to i have to i have to detail this it was the one of the funniest fucking things i've ever seen we're stuck in this van for like five hours on the way to ohio First thing that happens, we get out into town. Kyle gets his skateboard. He's like, oh, fuck yeah. I, I swear to God, he said, oh, fuck yeah. Just like starts skating. And then he just bombs like one hill. One fucking hill. some skate he, spots and stuff. I was having fun. He, 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 had, he had been on his board for no more than like, I swear to God, 10 minutes. Because I was like right with him. I was like, yo, let me do an ollie. And then the board falls like under, like under his legs. Like it goes down the hill. There's not a fucking car in sight except one, and it's at the top of the hill. And there's like 20 seconds before it happens, and then he just looks at the car 
And he's like, oh, no. And the car, I swear to God, just accelerates to like 40 miles an hour to, to purposefully run over his fucking skateboard. There's not there's no one around. There's no fucking traffic. We're in like Akron, Ohio. It was the funniest fucking thing. Holy shit. It was like a neat half. Where they hit it middle. It was that was that was aimed. That was targeted. A kid getting a belt in karate is kind of what it looked like straight down the middle. That's wow. Well, if you're from Ohio and you wonder why nobody likes coming to Ohio. Yep. Because you destroy yep. skateboards. That was that was so good. I felt bad. <laughs> but that, it was so funny. Yeah. No, that's pretty that's pretty fucking funny. I'm sorry. Uh, I hope you got another skateboard after that. That was. I did. I've had to buy a new skateboard twice on tour now. Unfortunately. At least you do. I mean, you got to salvage like the trucks and stuff, right? It was just the board that went, so it's not like you had to buy a whole new. Yeah, or anything. yeah. No, after 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 Alabama, though, I had to buy a whole new setup. Yeah. And we it was in Atlanta, and it was on Easter Day, and mm-hmm. only one skate shop was open, and they didn't really have much. So like, I didn't even get to really get like the really type of setup I wanted to get, and. Still like the, the the setup I have now, but like it is what it is. Fuck yeah. it. I I, it makes for a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think for any other really good fucked up shows we've played. Do y'all have any? Or are we? Or are we? I mean, yeah. the la- the last one in Boston was pretty fucked up. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> what happened in Boston? We just got COVID. <laughs> Oh yeah, that is pretty fucked up. That's fun. Wow, thanks, Winston. The part that was like crazy—it was a bad show. (laughs) That sounds awful. Okay, my—I'll make my answer really quick. But the—it was on the uh, the Greek Death Tour when we uh, were driving. We went to Philly, and we played Milk Boy, which had like the worst parking scenario ever. But uh, worst name ever too. Kyle and I. I definitely pissed Kyle off really bad that day, um, and that was not fun. That that show kind of sucked. Um, Daniel and, and I broke that night. The the being on tour for over a month, we 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 both broke that night. I, I thought sure. Kyle was gonna murder me. <laughs> I felt so bad, but I was also so fed up. I was so like, I, I'm so sorry, Kyle, for stepping on your pedals. And oh no. I, it was yeah, just, they, it was Daniel. Like, Daniel kept stepping on my my shit a lot that tour, and it like it would cut my my bass off, and I, I got I, I I just lost my temper that night. And it also, yeah, it was the like setup a, the setup setup of Milk Boy was super tiny, and I'd been getting claustrophobic on the tour on tiny stages, and it was sold out. And I just it was just oof. the also the, just, the venue, like the venue manager wouldn't let us set up merch. Like they only like Greek Death set up merch and the opener, like the local opener. What? And the local opener sounded like Arcade Fire. I kid you not. They just sound like uh, I thought I thought they were Arcade Fire. I was like, damn. <laughs> damn. Like, I was sad. like I was like, surprise arcade fire set? Like <laughs> Damn, is that Win Butler? <laughs> what are you doing down here, buddy? Escape cancel it. <laughs> Yeah, he. Oh. I mean, that's why he had to leave, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that shit's crazy. I, that that I never want to play in downtown Philly again. That was like literally the worst. You know, Philly is the worst city to park in in the world already, and that that was like another level. 
you know. Yeah. That's totally valid. The other thing about Philly is that every single time we fucking play Philly, we stay with a friend who lives in South Philly. And then we're trying to find parking in South Philly at like 2 a.m. There is none. There just isn't. It just doesn't exist. And every time. Everyone's already double parked. Yep. And you're trying to park a van. And, you know, I love all our friends who live in South Philly, but Jesus Christ. Somebody's fun parking down there. Like, they need to, like, throw some cones down for you guys or something. Yeah. I just toss the hazards on. Leave it. (laughs) It's all night. So no, it's just, it, it, I feel like it's different in Philly. Like you'll go to Philly and like people will just be like on the median parking in the median. <laughs> and it's just like there's yeah. so many people illegally parked in the median that like nobody's getting towed. So it's just like crazy. <laughs> I've heard Philly is an insane city. Yeah. So many people are illegally parked that like it's almost impossible to drive down the street. There's so many fucked up parked cars. <laughs> That's okay. so fucking crazy to me. Sounds like the apocalypse, <laughs> where like just it's like wild. people just abandon their cars, you know? Yeah, on the freeways and shit. Yeah, it's Which, a wild place. I not, still think it's not. No, Philly's not like an abandoned apocalypse. No, I know. <laughs> the the image I'm getting is the worst American. Okay, but Winston and Kyle, please remind me. The first small hands tour, I feel like we saw like downtown Philly car dealership or something. Where there were like cars parked on the median that they were selling. Yes. I feel like we saw that. Yes. And the thing that really clear <laughs> that all of the cars also had tickets on. Right? Yeah. Like, I think our. <laughs> yeah. That's incredible. You First buy a car that already has a ticket out on it, it probably has a worn yeah. out. <laughs> Definitely. It's got to pay to get the boot, boot off. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes with the boot. <laughs> Yeah, that was so because it had like you know the price number in the fucking order. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like fucked up on the median. Yeah, yeah that one's discounted. You just got to get the boot off of it. <laughs> if you can get the boot off, you actually get a huge discount. There you go. Oh, that's how they get. That's no. That's how they get the boot off. If you want to test drive, you have to pay for the boot. Yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Is America <laughs> real? Like as a Canadian, holy shit! Some of the stuff I hear just fucking mind blowing. It's a huge country, man. Like all kinds. Oh, of yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. America's wild, honestly. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the fact that America isn't actually like four or five separate like nations is like pretty wild to me. To be honest, the fact that it's lasted as long as it has this way. But who yeah. knows? You know, the next fifty years are certainly going to be interesting. So, hey, hey, twenty twenty four. It's still young. Yeah, it is, is a very <laughs> we young. We got time. We got very time. mad already. So, um, but uh, I wanted to I wanted to ask um, you guys are you guys have already played like a lot of really awesome shows and like done some really sick stuff. But is there any band that you haven't played with that you'd love to share the stage with? Uh, in our like like in heavy music or just any band you think oh i don't i mean if you want to open for bjork i think that that would be better if we mentioned her name more i think it summons her after a certain point. yeah <laughs> helps the algorithm exactly does it help if I say jack appears. johnson again too <laughs> yeah yeah we're 100%. hashtagging all of this just to, i, I just if you guys open trendy. for jack johnson i'll buy vip tickets to that shit i'll spend um, I think we'll have to also buy tickets to play it <laughs> I mean, we technically, we technically low key played with Dragon Force on the last big tour, mm. sort of. 
Was it a festival? That was kind of funny. In a cheating, in a cheating way, yes, we did. <laughs> um, it was yeah, kind of like a big venue situation, you know? We were yeah. the small That's pretty cool. I don't know, Alex, who would who would you want to play a show with? Uh, I want to play Majority Rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Play, oh, man, I want to play Majority Rule. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I feel like uh, I would love to play with um, I'd love to play with, like, some more of, like, the heavy shoegaze bands that are right now, like, being cloakroom type stuff. I would love to play some stuff with them. Uh, or likewise, like more like post rock, post metal shit, like um, Sumac or like This Will Destroy You type, you know, like weirdo, like post whatever bands. Yeah. You guys opening for Russian Circles would be really sick. Yeah, that would be sick. Yeah. Big Cook is my like band crush. So, band guy. Mine crush. too. So. You can ask Rob. Talk about him a lot. <laughs> Follow his uh, him both him and his husband on Instagram, and I'm like, I would, I would home wreck so fast for either of you. <laughs> oh, I hate my oh. loss, but that was good. <laughs> <laughs> Just home wreck. Jesus. Home wrecker, valid, 100. Okay. We, we could we could be we could be like a you know, a thruple. Yeah, yeah. We, could, we could have like a little polycule. It's fine. Exactly. Get the cule going. You know, that's cool. I feel like I agree with Alex. Cloakroom and um, who else did you say? Cloakroom and This Will Destroy You. Those are definitely two of my biggest influences on like my, uh, I feel like bass writing for this band. Um, I would also love to play with The Body of Full of Hell too. Yeah. Yeah. We got offered a tour of Full of Hell. (laughs) Yeah. Broke my heart. Broke my heart for real. Oh, because you guys couldn't make it happen. Yeah, it, it's tough. We're you know geographically challenged. Yeah, that's, that's we also like don't want to do super long tours very often, and also are very broke and fronting money to go on tour is a lot. Um, yeah, to to like lose money every day. Right. Add that, and, like, I don't know. Um, we like we went on a tour in liturgy, and it would have been the same deal, and that deal was not. Like I just don't think we could do it, frankly. I don't think we would yeah. have been it, um, which is sad. Yeah. Oh no, I would love to play with Thou. Sorry, in yeah, 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 yeah. That was sick. My answer. So is good live. I would love to go on tour with Deftones. Yo, that would real. be sick too. Maybe you guys could play that <laughs> festival they have. You know. Oh, uh, deals Deftones. Yeah. They had a speaking of a hundred gex earlier, the hundred gex or a thousand gex. Thousand gex is the the album. Yeah. Right. Okay, I forget. Um, but yeah, they opened for uh, the Deftones. I think it's the last one. People were pissed, which was awesome. Yeah, Actually, I saw videos of that. That was funny. All the like fans just like, what the fuck? Like multiple people have reached out to us to say that we are on the hundred gex pre-show playlist, which is crazy. Like. Songs off Sepulcher are on the Hundred Gex pre-show playlist, or were it interesting? I need yeah. someone to really confirm, though. I need someone no, to really confirm. No, someone we have multiple sources. There are multiple sources we know personally, and then on the Hundred Gex subreddit, somebody like song ID it. 
And like they were like, yeah, this is the song I was playing. <laughs> Yo, right. this shit sucks. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> No, they were just playing this garbage. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Well, it makes sense. I mean, Laura Les is a, is a scrams girl, so yeah. The I hate sex shirt in the Money Machine music video is like big yeah. deal. Yeah, very scrams pilled, as the kids say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, back to dream shows. I just want to play the Three Eleven Cruise. That's really that's a dream for Wait, sure. Dream play the Three Eleven Cruise and sneak. Like play our set, but interlude their hits and play their hits before they play their yeah. hits every night. We gotta pull the rug out from under them. Man. Oh my god! Yeah, like we're gonna play Amber before them. Oh yeah, <laughs> love song. Would love, would love a Three Eleven Infant Island covers album. <laughs> we could stop. Yes, <laughs> Rob, stop. We're cooking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, you know, why stop there? You know, Sugar this. Ray does tours sometimes too. I bet you guys could get on one of those. That would be good. Hanging out with Mark we, McGrath. I hear he's super cool. That would be good. He's very cool. He's just got one nickname that he doesn't like. And that hair and that hair has not changed. Nope. <laughs> just barely. Wow. Well, I don't know if you guys if I was asking these questions when you guys were on the show, but I usually ask a couple stupider questions near the end. As if some of these weren't already stupid, but it gets a little dumber as we go along. Uh, like I said, I don't remember if I asked you on the first time I had you around, but I'm curious, uh, what's the most illegal or dangerous thing you've done in your life? And, and don't incriminate yourselves, you know, maybe, maybe change some names. <laughs> I'm not a cop, but. Cops uh, listen to our podcast. I fucking doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't know. I've I've been willing to do some illegal things, but uh, this is a whole nother story that if you ever wanted me on the podcast for just this story, I would go on it because uh, it's never been told to anyone besides way band. Wh- but wh- are you? Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it what it is. But at one point in the band's history, I was. Uh, planning on crossing the border into canada illegally okay like like googling the best way to do that um i hear you get in a lot of trouble oh yeah (laughs) Um, but i uh i was like trying to like find a way to like sneak through the canadian woods and illegally cross into canada why didn't you Uh, just drive through we probably would have just been like oh what are you coming over for eh? okay you know what's so funny is that the most intense time we ever like went like into Canada it was like the very first time like we like went to play New Friends Fest. They were like asked, they were stuck at the border for like an hour, and they, it was like really intense. But when when they let us back into into America, they just like barely didn't they didn't give a fuck. Oh, because you're uh, a band. I'm thinking like solo. They you, they wouldn't give a shit. They'd wave you through. But you guys came in a van as a band, so they're gonna. Usually yeah, they, they were like. But that's um, yeah. always a French Canadian lady, you know, and you know, I guess she's like it's like a hard job, but also like sure, <laughs> that's wild. I'll get the story uh, out of you, Daniel. I, it's a it it is a story. I promise it's worth everyone's time. I've told it's like you, Daniel. Like, just Daniel, you should tell the full story because nobody knows. 
None of us want to talk about illegal things we've done. Tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is, it is a, it is a, it definitely takes me like 30 to 40 minutes. I've told it to maybe two or three other people outside this band and they've all like people that don't know each other. And they've all told me like, dude, that is, that is the most incredible fucking story I've ever heard in my life. Um, it's fit for a memoir for sure. Oh, yeah. But anyways, I was going to try to illegally cross into Canada, which is like, yeah, that, that was really scary at the time. Can I, I at least like, ask why? Um, I can't. I cannot reveal oh, that. Yeah, you can't. Okay, fine. Can't, Sorry, everyone. Everyone I, has to wait till Daniel's. Ready I can't reveal that, or else story. it will. It will give. It will give a huge part of the story away. But okay. it was very, very stressful, and uh, I was the only one that knew. Okay, we will. Uh, we will find a way to get this story to people. I promise you. I'm very like good. Tr- pa- Patreon episode. Yeah, we'll have a B side. Yeah. Pay me, this. Pay me yeah. money, you'll find out. Uh, you'll find out. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna go out for dinner after one of your SoCal shows, and I'm just gonna put the mic on, and I'm just gonna let you spit your shit, Daniel. <laughs> I, I promise, it it is it is amazing. You will, will not you will not be disappointed. Okay. Uh, it hasn't failed a single person. It is such an <laughs> incredible story. All right, I can I can wait a few more weeks. I'm not I'm not worried about it. Don't worry, Rob, I'll get it. When, Remind me when we see each other, and I will tell you. And I can, I can, I can, I can tell it in like fifteen to twenty minutes. I, I got a speed run of it, but okay. uh, yeah. Anyways, I don't have any other legal activity that I've. Okay. I feel okay. like we're being dramatic. It's not really. It's it's just it's a silly, long, nice. It's just an incredible story of a. It it's uh, sending it up like endurance impossible. being a hard headed person. <laughs> no, I mean harrowing. Harrowing works, you know, for like this kind of thing. It doesn't have to be like some epic, legendary tale that will soon be made a myth in like thirty years. But harrowing is like always good too. You know what I mean? So as long as it it's harrowing, which sounds like it is. It takes place across the course of months and hundreds and hundreds of miles. So it kind of is epic, you know. Damn, I'm surprised none of y'all have written a script about it. Sounds like it would be prime music video material or something. Oh, no, you uh, could. I feel like you could do like a little documentary, like little <laughs> with a little act out scenes where you, we have like hired actors that reenact it or something. <laughs> I like how they reenacted it. Or get like a CGI <laughs> company to like do a mock up or something. Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> There you A24 go. is <laughs> picking up the, the script. Yeah, A24 has got the short list on it. It's on the short list. If we do that route again, we should uh, we should do like a little doc, like a mini doc. Yeah. Unironically, I think that'd be cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I'm very straight laced, actually. So. No danger. I'm. I'm a pretty. I don't know. Uh, do you, I don't think I've done anything very illegal. Uh, what about dangerous? Like your, is your Ableton licensed? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let me see the receipt. Aired out. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've had sex in public. I don't know. Like what? Nice. <laughs> like not a big deal. Lifting or something. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Sometimes the question. How is sex in public not a big deal? It's it's definitely illegal. It's definitely a pretty big deal. Especially, I mean, depending on where it is, for sure, it could be worse. Oh, yeah. That's true. It doesn't. It's fine. Like outside of nunnery. 
Yeah, exactly. Whatever the nearest That's nunnery right. is. That's not a cool place like to do it. Well, place. it's a cool place to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. All right, oh, let's, let's go to the next question, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever wants to bite on that one. Everyone's like <laughs> hesitant to answer that question. I love it. Yeah, we've had to. We that's probably the one we cut the most a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, I hate doing that. Having to cut cut. Content. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Little secrets. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's, that's for me. But we're gonna get this. We're gonna get this story out of Daniel. I'm gonna find a way to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna record it. For him. <laughs> Uh, assuming, yeah. assuming none of you, you are pacifists, uh, if you could punch any one person in the face as hard as you can one time with no repercussions, who would you punch and why? And if you're a pacifist, feel free to say pass. You don't want to punch nobody. Ooh. I think we all want to punch people. So. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> who are we the punching question. today? <laughs> Oh, I might, I might go with like, oh, maybe like, like one of, one of the like weird daily wire people, you know, mm. <laughs> Matt Walsh. Yeah. Okay. I would punch the fuck out of Matt Walsh. Like, yeah, <laughs> or like Steven Crowder. Also. Cool. I mean, Ben Shapiro is like top out answer, you know? Yeah. Um, too easy. Yeah. Too easy. Too easy. And he would just—he would just crumple. He would crumple for sure. <laughs> What's his face? The the one who was like, "Don't steal his book" or whatever. But that, that guy, uh, the gay one. I'd punch him too. Oh, Milo Yiannopoulos or whatever. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The boring gay one. Oh, oh uh, not the fun ben one. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wired guy, um, Dave Rubin. I would oh, him. okay. I would punch the shit out of him. Yeah, just because it'd be funny though. That would be uh, funny. I'm sorry, I took a lot of good answers, y'all. <laughs> Matt, Matt yeah. I've, I've been want. I've been saying to Justin, Alex, that I've wanted to punch Matt Walsh for like three years now. So that's my answer. That's fine. That's a good answer. I don't know. We could bring the straight uh, edge down on him. What'd you say? We could bring the straight edge beat down on him. You know? It's for yeah, my family. It's for my friends. For my community. Exactly. Fuck you, Matt Walsh. Um, yeah, I don't... I don't know. I'm not super... I don't. I, no one else comes to mind for me. There's probably other answers. But, uh, okay. I could say something corny like, uh, fuck, who's a celebrity? I punched the I devil. Know, no one, I just don't really care. <laughs> What'd you say? I punched the devil. <laughs> oh my God. I think I want to punch Huntley. Yeah. <laughs> Does Huntley seem kind of douchey? Does he wear a vest? Like a t shirt and a vest? Definitely wears a vest. Fuck. I okay. So I went. My my partner was me out here. He's also the guitarist of my other band, Vanishing. Uh, but uh, we were like, you know, I was like doing stuff around downtown. I like took him to work at like ten a.m. and I we drove past Huntley. This guy he's like walking around with his posse, like, like groupies downtown. And then like <laughs> I'm downtown all day, 
and I'm driving, I'm about to leave at like 5 p.m. And he's still walking around, just like walking around. This is a small town. He's just walking around like like he owns a place all the time. He's like, you That's know. awesome. He's just like an NPC who's just like, yeah, who will challenge me. We've been here for a long time and we didn't know who the fuck this guy was. Yeah. He he, shit. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Imagine being in Bo Bice's entourage. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> Come on, man. Kyle, I feel like you got answers for this. You're holding yeah, out. I want to hear Kyle's answer. Honestly, I feel like it's too overwhelming of a question. There's too many people. <laughs> I feel like the world is, is is full of too many people who deserve to be like... Punch. Uh, yeah, punch you and Austin are the most likely to punch somebody out of all of us, even though Austin's a pastor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Most what's likely the, to punch the, doesn't know where to start. <laughs> like, I what's think the lead that. singer? What's the lead singer of Tool's name? Uh oh, fuck! Oh, <laughs> I know, I know who that is. I'm so glad I don't know this. Why would I ever? Know that? Maynard, something Maynard. Maynard, right? Maynard. Oh, Maynard Keynes, Keenan Maynard, something. or Maynard Keenan, or something like that. He's on the list. Yeah, that's fair. I was going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so, well, like Winston, you should uh, you should punch Billy Corgan if he doesn't let you join the Smashing Pumpkins. True. And Corey Taylor is on the list for what he's done to Slipknot. Yes. <laughs> Very valid. Yes. What was once a good band. Any member of 500 Death Punch could, could get hit. Yeah. Just because oh. of their music? Yeah. Uh, yes. Also, number of reasons. Like tacky right wing shit. It's funny. Um, oh, I didn't know that. I just thought the oh, music was terrible enough what, to take what a punch. What did we call them? Uniformed, <laughs> uniformed uh, metal. You gotta, you gotta watch their newer music videos. They're all like, the, like weird, wild, far right agit crop, and it's like really tacky. Um, but I realized I actually have a better one uh, that I think we can all agree on. Is uh, what's the guy from Falling in Reverse? What's his name? That guy. Oh, Ronnie Radke. Ronnie Radke. He yeah. could get it very hard. Oh, yeah. He could get it really lightly, and also, and it would, you know, he would also crumple. Oh, um, yeah. He I seems very know, wet for some reason. He he is like as wet as like a wrestler. He's definitely got that like <laughs> shit going on. <laughs> just like just a consistent dampness. Yeah. I will I will never forget when I heard that song zombified for the first time, like, like <laughs> the culture war song. There's like a bit in it where he's like canceling, canceling you and I like lost my shit. <laughs> I forgot about that one, dude. So good. I I was like, this person needs to have his ass beat immediately. Like right now. <laughs> I would love person delivers it i love him. have you all been following the drum with him and like saying with sugabog yeah, yeah like, i have like it's been really great i need that to happen i need I it to happen that. yeah they he keeps saying run. pull up to mark i think and mark like but he doesn't i don't think he knows what mark looks like and <laughs> no he does huge. he's supposed to picture them he's supposed to does he know oh my god like and it's like you would you would die if no. one of them like licked you, like yeah, I'm trying to get them to do that to me. 
But like, here we are. <laughs> There's no way, man. Like, he wouldn't survive. Yeah, he's like, and, he's like, if someone molded, some found a way to like mold a bag of wet dog shit into a man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> the world would be a better place if he was uh, removed from it. <laughs> Valid. That's pretty oh, fair. Occasionally, we talk about music Damn. on this podcast. Sometimes <laughs> the whole hey, podcast were, is really just a lead. Those were musicians. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I'm curious. What do you guys listen to that could be considered a guilty pleasure? And if you don't have any guilty pleasure music, what do you listen to that other people would consider a guilty pleasure? I was gonna say I don't believe in guilty pleasure music. I'm just like I just if I if I like it, I like it. I'm, I'm not ashamed. No, that's Whatever. fair. But what do you get? What is what would somebody rip on you for that you think? Like Ooh. I like Weezer, but I know I get ripped on for liking Weezer. Okay, from like Weezer albums. Oh, there you go. Pinkerton's my favorite. There. Okay. Cool. Okay. Now we're good. All right. All right. All right. Cool. I'm Respect. Definitely... <laughs> Elias doesn't fuck with Weezer, so fuck. I don't him. like Weezer. Never really have. <laughs> that's that's also fair. <laughs> I, I hate uh, the sport. I definitely fuck with the first three Coldplay albums pretty hard. Um, Oof. Yeah. Okay. That's, uh, yeah, that one's rough. That's that's <laughs> yeah, your audio got really muted, which is good because you said you fuck with Cold. <laughs> <laughs> Only the first three albums, which I didn't even but, realize yeah. they had more. Than, they had a lot. Um, yeah, the they first three. I don't those are those are solid, good, really good albums. Uh, I'm wow. back those. Till I'll the, give you uh, XY. That's a good album. That's not. That's uh. Yeah, there's it. Wait. That's uh, no, what no, no, yellow no. and blue is off of, isn't it? Um, X Y, no, wait. Okay, so it goes parachutes, cold uh, rush of blood to the head, and then, um, is it X Y? I thought there was one more. Yeah, X Y and then right, Vita La Vida, and then. I yeah, yeah. X Y is the one with fix you on it. Uh, yeah, that one's okay. Anyways, yeah, Coldplay, <laughs> um, Rob Thomas, and. Rob uh, Thomas specifically or Matchbox Twenty? It's interchangeable. Thomas, I can fuck with I can fuck with Matchbox Twenty. But do you fuck with Smooth by yes. Santana featuring Rob Thomas? Oh, 100%. absolutely. We should have a counter for how many Get times that gets mentioned that. every season. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's that's a that's a hit, man. I don't oh, care what man. you. That is a timeless song. I don't want that to be a reoccurring theme on this. Oh, it's too late, buddy. I'm bringing it. I'm going to actually see if I can work it into every episode this season. Just casually. (laughs) Oh, it's awful. Alex, did we get you? I get a pass on most things because I'm gay. So it's like, you know. So honest. If you make fun of me, that's if you. I mean, it's true. If you make fun of him, that's homophobic, right? It's facts. Um, I don't know. I really fucked with the Request for Fire by Skrillex. Fucking love that record. So uh, it was really good. So I can say I fuck with Skrillex, and people would probably write it. I think history will absolve you a little bit on that one because a lot of people now kind of you know, come around in those early stuff. I, I got one. I finally thought of one. Uh, yes. Guilty pleasure. I think people will clown you for. I fucking love ska music so much. I grew up listening Same. to it. Fuck I, yeah. 
Yo, yeah. we talked about Scott when you first, when you guys first came yeah. on the pod. We did. Yeah. I remember yeah. this now. Yes. Oh, okay. We talked about Love Scott, Scott when you first music. came on the pod. What, what yeah. We were joking think, about 311 think, earlier, but like me me and Winston in high school but definitely both like Sublime was like our favorite band at a certain point. Yeah, and, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like we, we definitely think, unironically listened to a lot of that music very heavily. Technically, so. I think Infant <laughs> Island is a majority pro Scott band with me, you, and Daniel. Absolutely, yeah. Sky right. rules. So yeah, Operation you might hear Ivy. on the new record. Yeah, dude. Operation Ivy. Do they know about No Effects BG? Did we say that last time? Oh, I forgot about that. Mm. We were, oh, yeah, uh, we were, we were, we were like unofficially, officially in a No Effects cover band that never played a show. We practiced like one time, and then the show we were gonna play got canceled, and we were like, well. And then, and then a month later, we started Infant Island. Really? <laughs> wow! So technically, Infant Island was a ska band for a short period of time. Ska yeah. punk. Ska we, punk. We, Winston, you were in the proto Infant Island, technically. Yeah, and then I rejoined. And then you rejoined. When you were in the No Effects cover band, was it just like the No Effects punk songs, or was it their punk ska songs, like their ska punk? All of it. I think All we had like we a just, twenty songs set in, our, in my way, like I think we the hits agreed hits and then some personal favorites. No yeah. shit. We, had, we were, I actually remember like a bunch of them. We were gonna play the Desperation's Gone. We were gonna play nice. the 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 Bruise. Bob uh, for sure. Classic. We were gonna play uh, Leave It Alone and then uh, Separation. Um, we had like a bunch but uh our town is like fredericksburg so it goes like fxbg so we called ourselves no fxbg Um, (laughs) it was was real clever that's sick actually oh man you got into corn a little bit you know that's something i've gotten into recently a little bit corn yeah, corn, corn is like oh, corn is dude. like a corn is, like, no, no, corn is sick. No, no, dude. Rob hates corn. You're for, wrong. No, it's oh, the weirdest wrong. thing. I don't <laughs> you're Holy wrong. Shit. I can agree with you on a lot of things, but this that's, I don't, I don't I get don't, it, dude. I don't really fuck with corn. I don't know. It doesn't hit for me. It's the craziest thing in the world. He loves Slipknot. He loves Limp Biscuit, but he fucking draws the line at corn. Like I never understand. <laughs> oh oh my god! See, I'll take corn over Limp Biscuit any day. What? Oh. Is crazy. Limp, Limp Biscuit is also really good. Yes, I, I, I don't fucking see, care. But Fred Durst's vocals kill it for me, though. Like I'll listen to, it, I'll be like, oh, God that's damn, the they're best doing part. it right now. Then he that's comes the charm. In, that's the charm. That is the charm. I don't think anyone is gonna make fun of you for like I don't know. Like corn seems kind of. I feel like corn fans have come back. Like I don't think Are anyone's. Are you ready? <laughs> you know, <sighs> you fall yeah. away so hard. That's just crazy. I was yeah. like. Chilling. I was chilling with Ruben uh, Polo in, in Philly, and we were chilling at his place, and he was like, have you listened to corn recently? They're really good. And I was like, no, I don't like corn. Recently? Like corn. <laughs> and then, like, I was like, you know, he put it on, he's like, this shit's crazy, and it's, like, fucked up. And I listened to it, and I absorbed it, and I was like, no, you're right, this is really crazy and good. Uh, also, you're a recent corn convert. <laughs> I used to be a biscuit hater, too, and then I started going to a powerlifting gym and it came on at the gym and I was like, oh, this is good. Dude, <laughs> dude, break stuff was like built for the gym, dude. Yeah, all the biscuits good to lift you, man. It's, it's good all good for the yeah. gym. It's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember watching like Fuse and it was like corn <laughs> and then it was like Primus and I was like yeah. this has changed my life. <laughs> like that's amazing. That was it for me. Corn and Primus, that was it for me. All right, I'm out of ridiculous questions. No, you're not. Yeah, one more. Uh well, it's kind of the same idea. What's your most unpopular music take? Like say corn think, is good. I don't think Infinite Island sounds like Death Heaven. I don't think so either. People say that? Oh yeah. Every single review that we have ever gotten, pretty much. Death Heaven has always starts with they're just like Def Heaven. It's hey, cool. So who do you guys think influences and, your writing style then? Because Def Def Haven's in like every article every I've ever read. One. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. They haven't sounded even remotely black metal since like 2010. And we also like don't really listen to Death Heaven. Yeah. I, I, I feel I, like I, I get it. I get it when people say the comparison because of like the That's all they know, I think, is yeah. really yeah. What what'll get me though is like I'll see like what I'll see like what people write up and they'll like say it's an influence for us and I'm like <laughs> Y'all didn't ask us. I was like I'm yeah, I was like well, I'm, I'm asking. asking. Yeah. What do you guys think are the influences? For sure, I think Alex and I definitely like this will destroy you post rock stuff is is big on us for sure. It's very tunnel blanket, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, tunnel blanket is by far my favorite. Tunnel blanket onward, not prior to that for me. Oh, interesting. So you don't like, like the core stuff. Another language, uh, or like others part two and tunnel blanket, but like you know, that stuff is like really, really like that like really fucked up, washed out, like yeah, it'd be almost guitar stuff. It's like naturalistic and mixed really weird. Like that's the shit that I think motivates me to listen as well. Mm. Um, I for I honestly for this record, I was like nonstop listening to Pollinator by Cloud Rap. Like that was like my album when I was like the riffs on that record are insane. They are stuck in my head all the time and like it's very hard for like 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 crusty grindy riffs to get stuck in my head you know it's like it's like not something you like feel but maybe it isn't like catchy that record has like catchy riffs and i wish i could write riffs that good i just can't but like i wish i could yeah for me for this record specifically i was in like a big um i went back to like the first um pianos become the teeth album Oh. And like those riffs and the guitar tones are so good. Yeah. The guitar tone on Filial is actually probably one of my favorite in the genre. Yeah. Like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Like their cleaner, like guitar parts are masterful. Great riff impressionalize. Thanks. I could do more. It's good. Oh, I feel like also like. Uh, Deftones is like maybe like an easy answer, but like yeah. for guitar stuff, Saturday Night Wrist especially is like I think the record for me for them. Um, I really love the guitar stuff on that record a lot, um, and I think I was listening to that a lot as well on this record. Um, you can really hear that on Kindling, I think, 
in both Winston and yeah. Cards. Interesting. I'll go back. We didn't discuss it. I just knew what he was going for. Yeah. I would also okay. say I would also say that um Slipknot is actually one of our base influences because that oh, is yeah. our number one drum influence. Like oh, early yeah. that is Oz's number one drum influence. And once you know that it's like Iowa and the self-titled, and you hear you like listen to that, and then you listen to him play drums, you can like never unhear it. Yeah. I mean he's got his own shit going on for sure, but like you can hear it and it's sick. <laughs> um I don't know. Like I I just kind of like listen to like whenever they write stuff, I like I kind of just paint it in my head of like how I'm gonna sound or like how things come out. I don't always plan like accordingly. I don't try to go and be like, oh I'm gonna sound like this or something. But I think at the time uh when we were writing Obsidian Wreath, I was listening to I was like actually revisiting a lot of uh Circle Takes a Square. Um yeah. that was like that was like one of the first kind of like screamo e bands. Um they're just super fucking good. Uh not like a direct influence on like the writing or anything, just like I was listening to them a lot. Um I listened to Thou like a lot. And um I think I was just listening to like a lot of like screamo bands that like I got into when I first like heard of the genre. So like we were skeletons and like Circle Takes a Square and like uh like Ostraka and stuff like that. Like um I don't know, frameworks. Uh but yeah, I don't know if anything like Yeah, frameworks too. I, I, our my, the art like our art's really personal, so I don't like nothing like I'm not really taking away from certain artists. I don't think that's like anything that I've done in the past, but I I don't know. I I was listening to a lot of those bands and also Deftones. I, I, I listen to Deftones all the time. Let's see. Kyle, hit us with it. What you got? I feel like everyone really spoke on a lot of my stuff, but um, I feel like I guess big ones that I guess y'all said that I would reiterate again. Uh, Another language is my favorite. This will destroy you album. So like a lot of like the 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 the, the peaceful the peaceful like pat passages of that album. I really like how they sound texturally, and I like. I, like stuff like I don't know I I I I feel like that's definitely something I like to capture and then also like um 2020 I was listening to a lot of Boards of Canada too yeah Boards of Canada I'll second that like that's like a lot of like the sort of like um the like uh the like the melodic stuff on the record is like I was really like. Like my favorite boards of Canada records, the Campfire Phase, and that's like really, and that's like a huge influence on like what, uh, like, my parts are like sound, like, like compositionally. Yeah, I think they do a really good job of making something that sounds something something that is like technically or theoretically complicated, not sound complicated. And I feel like we we do kind of like we do some stuff like that on the records, or with like weird time signatures. There's just like weird like I don't know. 
wish Austin was here. I'm not good with music terms, honestly. <laughs> but uh, I know Austin's not good too. Austin and I, and I know Alex does too, but we also listen to like a lot of electronic music and stuff too, and a lot of music that has like a lot of like heavy bass and like low end too, with like some grooves in it. So I, I feel like we're pretty good at also like, you know, like we had, like, like Alex was saying, once you find out like early Slipknot is like Austin's biggest influence, like it's a lot of like, like break core type shit. So, yeah. you know, there's like some grooves that are like, we're doing blast beats, but it's also like, it's also secretly just, like just yeah. <laughs> a break beat too. Like, <laughs> and, like I try to, I try to write bass lines in there that like have like a little like pocket to it and have like a little groove to it. Not just like straight, like, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, there's like driving parts, but I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah, we, we bring like a little groove to things too. I think. I think I like, know like uh, on some 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 of the songs too. Like I like I like the the band Medicine a lot. I like a lot of the bass lines in that band. Like just really like heavy kind of like groovy, almost like almost like corny rock and rolly, but like just done and done tastefully enough. Yeah, in like the right right moments. I don't know. Yeah, if Austin isn't blasting at practice, he's playing like Venetian Sarah's bricks. That's amazing. Yeah. And that's crazy. 100% of the time. It's annoying as shit sometimes. Yeah, it must be like very trippy and then very grating after a certain point. Yeah. It's, it rocks, yeah. though. It also yeah. rocks. <laughs> you just got to let him do it. Yeah, yeah. get out. Get his sillies out. So I think I was asking this when you guys came on originally. It's one of my oldest questions on the podcast that I still keep asking. Uh, it's a big one, so if you need a minute, go for it. But if if you could give the entire world a gift, what would it be and why? Oh. Doesn't have to be a material possession. It can be anything. And this is an awesome question, to be honest. Thank you. Uh -huh. Did I ask you guys this the first time around? I got to revisit that podcast. My memory is not so good from four years ago or from four days ago. Fair. Yeah. I don't think you did, but. Hmm. That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what to say, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> um. Damn. You got us. <laughs> All right. You heard, non -stop you chatter for like nonstop chatter for like two hours. I asked this one that's just dead silence. You heard it here first, everyone. And Fallon doesn't want to give the world anything. Nah, <laughs> fuck them. Fuck them. I want to take it all away. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I feel like that's like the easiest question in the world for like Bono to answer. He loves that shit. Well, I don't think I'm getting Bono on the show anytime soon, but we're not going to have Bono. Sorry. Even if he yeah, wants. I'm not denying like Bono. Bono. Dude, no way, man. Are you kidding YouTube me? has like two good albums. Do you have any idea what he would do for this podcast? We had fucking Bono. Nothing. We're show. a Screamo podcast. Why would we have Bono on? <laughs> we do other genres. Stop saying we're a Screamo podcast. We do other genres. <laughs> Damn it, Elias. 
I mean, I would just a lot of money. That's just what it is, you know. You got, or like, uh, or the the I'll give everyone the knowledge of of class consciousness. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I think I think one for me is like allowing people the opportunity to actually like make art and music you know, as a fucking full-time thing instead of like a hobby. Yeah. Cause that's, I feel like that takes away so much great shit from us just having to work. It's cringe. Don't yeah. dream of favor. Don't dream. Yeah. 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 That is a great answer. A world free of like capitalism and colonialism. Yeah. Yeah. And imperialism. Be free That's more than shows. one thing, but like, I don't know. Well, there's five people. I think we all each get one. So, yeah. I think Perfect. we know. A world, like, uh, <laughs> give everyone, like, a world free of oppression. I don't mm. know. Yeah. We could use that, hey, especially right that, now. Didn't that guy, John Lennon, sing about that? Imagine. Just imagine, okay? Just yeah, imagine. Fuck him. <laughs> don't do. Don't do. Just imagine. John Lennon was a shitty dude. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Imagine that. Beatles, were, Beatles weren't that good either. Well, overrated, man. Thank you. O- overrated, but good. Yeah. I mean, They're it's Beatles. fine. You know, t- uh, you can have toast on its own. I don't really good. like British people. i mean (laughs) tell me if this is out of line but y'all are from fredericksburg so that's not surprising (laughs) be careful with what you're about to say (laughs) that's that's i'm stopping there i know i know where the line gets towed so (laughs) this is a american history for you rob you don't gotta don't gotta worry about it Fifty miles north. <laughs> um, so, what's the next big goal or accomplishment that you would like to reach as a band? It could be anything from like a festival or like you know, like a like a new milestone you're trying to reach, like as a as a collective, and also just like you know, like what's does that roll into like what's what's going on for the rest of the year for the band? Like what's new, basically. Honestly, have you seen the show Metalocalypse? I'm trying yeah. to be Deathlock. That would be sick, dude. That prison episode would be kind of crazy for y'all. The prison you know one I mean? is wild. The prison. Like, I'm not saying insane. we would be Deathlock. I'm not. I'm not trying to be Deathlock, but you know, yeah. Let's be. Let's... <laughs> on that, on that same level. Yeah, is Jeremy yeah. Bohm like your manager guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My God, he's goofy. <laughs> um. I feel like I just want this next record to be done. Yeah. Oh, for the futures, the near futures to have the record done. Yeah. Before like four years. Yeah. I'd like to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Japan on tour as well. That would be cool. Like Eastern. I think you guys would do very well in both Europe and Japan, to be honest. Maybe yeah. in South America or uh, or Mexico. 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, Brazil? I think, like, come to Brazil? Go to Brazil? We haven't had anybody ask us to come to Brazil yet, which is kind of sad. All right. Well, let me... Uh, come in, man. Yeah. I would love to go to <laughs> South America. I think that's an underrated casualty of, like, the end of Facebook being, like, a popular place for music. Like, there used to be all these, like, like fan groups and stuff where people would be like Punishers. come to brazil exactly yeah. or you know it's just like we lost that i think it should come back yeah it should come back well hopefully uh you can go to brazil someday one day one day not one like bolsonaro is no yeah hopefully he'll die soon i mean it sounds like he's kind of on like he's rotting so yeah. Alive but rotting. He got like fecal transplants, right? Like that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, like, yeah, yeah. Saw pictures of him in the hospital, and I thought he was like, you know, he looked kind of like a drowger from Skyrim, but like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he was just getting no shit. He just he and needed he needed that new dookie. Keep yeah. him going. I still don't really understand what that means, and I I refuse to look more into it because it's okay. so funny. Just dookie to... means poo poo. Fecal transplant. Way to way to kill that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to help him out. <laughs> Come to Brazil. <laughs> oh right. my god. Let's wrap up the circus. <laughs> I'm gonna piss myself. Fun? You should have taken us to the bathroom with you. I was, I, I'm getting close, dude. <laughs> All right, no, we're we're almost there. All right, you guys got any last uh, shout outs? Any last plugs? Causes? Anything you want to talk about? Uh, the floor is yours. The mic's yours, and then we'll we'll play the outro track, and that's it. Sayonara. Uh, we don't uh, sound like Deaf Heaven. Yeah. We- Stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> stop calling, stop calling. It seems Space Cowboys like stop calling a scream out. We're like, stop saying we sound like Death Heaven. Uh, <laughs> uh sh- shout out Senza, Quiet Fear, and To Forget for doing this goofy thing with us. Uh, on what's to come, and uh, shout out y'all for having us on this podcast. This is fucking sick. I probably butchered a bunch of questions, but um, I'm a big fan, and uh, it's really been a pleasure to be back on this a second time. And then, uh, yeah, shout out uh, Discraft Disc Golf uh, Distribution. I'm trying to get an Infant Island uh, Disc Golf disc, so if you listen, please hit me back up. I'm trying to market that and uh, throw some Lunas, so yeah. That's 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 my shout out. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, on behalf of Austin, shout out Bjork, please collaborate. Uh, and like on a more real note, you at the workplace and also free Palestine. Yeah, uh, free Palestine. For sure. Yeah. So.